listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm Casey Foreman. From the NBA to the NFL, I'll be giving you the most recent and up-to-date news in the world of sports. You can listen live every Monday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time at SIUEWebRadio.com or on the TuneIn Radio app and every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, you are listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I am your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, here with the wonderful and talented uh, Tanner File. Tanner, how are you doing today, my man? Man, I'm great. Happy to be here. Uh, here for the second time. Yeah, and second podcast. First for worst, second is the best, is what they say, right? Fantastic, man. It was great to have you on. I think you did great last week. Also, uh, shout out to everyone listening last week. As far as, you know, just in one week goes, that was the best Dudes Talking Sports has ever done in one week. Not sure if that was due to Tanner File and what he brought to the show or just how great the show was last week. Tanner, I think I think we killed it. Let's give ourselves a pat on the back, okay? Especially you for your first time. Again, welcome to the show. Thanks. Hopefully we uh, keep growing. Yeah, exactly. Every week week's the biggest week. That's, that's right. Hopefully every week is the biggest week. Great thinking there. Uh, as far as tonight, we're, we're obviously recording this on Tuesday night before uh, it comes out on Wednesday. But tonight, even Tanner, we've had a couple of, you know, or, or a few great games. Just a, a, the first one I want to talk about. I'm a little biased. You see the sign hanging behind me. Golden State takes down New York. Steph 37, 6 and 6, 7 three pointers edging his way back into the MVP race after a couple of shaky games, in my opinion. And I know, I know you saw that Luka Doncic's game winner against the Celtics. I know you yeah, saw that. Cold, cold-blooded. Luka's, Luka's a killer. And I think, I think you said it before the show, uh, the, the Celtics love doing. I said the uh, Wizards are addicted to making comebacks and the Celtics are addicted to letting people come back. Exactly. Very well said, I believe. Wizards right now, I think you said, what, down 10 on, on, on the Clippers yeah, while, while we're recording this? It was like, yeah, it was like 15, 17 at least, yeah. right? Almost even 20 points. So yeah. coming back once again on the other team from L.A., love to see it. Yeah, we'll try to keep an eye on that as this goes on. Yeah, good point there. We'll try to keep the scores. If anything, like like the Luka Doncic game winner goes on, uh, we'll make sure to keep you guys posted and updated. Not that you guys don't already know what's going on because if those faces yeah. are a couple of days later. But again, great to have you guys in. Uh, over the weekend, though, Tanner and I have a couple of things to, uh, to take a look at. We talked about it last week for, for you know, a couple of minutes, not, not too long, but Carson Wentz officially traded to the Indianapolis Colts. We want to start out with that. Uh, yeah, just also, like we though, predicted, right? Yeah, hey, hey. I'm not sure. Did I say – I said Chicago, though. I was leaning Chicago. I wasn't sure where you were leaning. Yeah, I mean, I think we both said that the Colts made the most sense. Yeah, even if we didn't think it was going to happen, but sometimes uh, logic proves right. Hey, in in you know in in Carson's favor, you know, like we said, it seems like he did go to the best scenario, best place 
possible in, in, in Indianapolis. So he goes to the Colts. Another quarterback situation, though, in Seattle, reportedly they're taking calls, okay, on a guy who's never gotten one MVP vote in his life, yes, in Russell Wilson. Uh, Tanner, <laughs> quick thoughts on that. Uh, I think in order for you to get rid of Russell Wilson, I don't even know what you would have to get. Four first-rounders, maybe? that's That might be low-balling. I think Dude. a lot of people consider him to be top five quarterback. I think he's definitely a top five quarterback. I would people, say top three, maybe. Yeah, I, think I could he's say number two. I wouldn't go that far, but I don't, I don't think so. But he's uh, he's definitely good. He's definitely a top tier quarterback. Mm-hmm. Those don't hit the open market very often. Even though he's not on the open market, it's just a trade option. Even that, even when you have a franchise quarterback, you just don't see them possibly getting traded very often. And I think we talked about this a little bit last week as well. The NFL slowly becoming more and more like the NBA, you know, the star players saying, Hey, I want out. I want out, or I'm not happy here. I need more help here. So I love to see it. I am all pro player, you know, get the man, his help. And obviously uh, we want to get ahead of ourselves, but yeah, you hate to see Russ just being wasted behind that God awful offensive line. You know, like he's got the weapons, but dude, you got to protect him. I have a, a very alarming stat coming up uh, whenever we talk about that. And uh, I, when I saw this, I knew it was going to be high when I researched it. But the number I, that came back to me was a little alarming. We'll get to that later. I will start the show today with Carson and with Russell Wilson. Then in the second half of the podcast, all things NBA. The NBA announced what their all-star reserves just yesterday. Tanner and I both think a couple of players got snubbed that is coming in the second half of the show also Brooklyn had a set what now a seven game winning streak uh, are they the best team in the Eastern Conference Tanner and I will break that down and then at the very end of the podcast the Washington Wizards like Tanner said who love coming back uh, ha- had themselves a five game winning streak could even be a six game winning streak by the time we're done with this podcast who knows don't want to get ahead of ourselves a packed show uh, but Tanner like I said Carson Wentz over the weekend gets traded to the Colts we both said last week that seemed like the, the you know the best scenario for him what are your thoughts today I think the Colts possibly get a steal there that you only give up a third round pick and a conditional pick. If he plays more than 75% of your snaps, it's a first round pick. If not, it's a second round pick, right? A first and a third for a quarterback that has shown that he can be elite. Yes. is You, you don't get that for a second, a third very often, but yeah. you also have to look at the year he had last year, you know, <laughs> But he's going to a better situation, better O-line, better wide receivers, better defense, better coach. So hopefully he succeeds. I want to see the good Carson Wentz again instead of the 2020 version of Carson Wentz. Instead of Carson uh, Wentz, you know, instead of <laughs> you know, you yeah. see Carson Wentz, not Wentz. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, last year. Definitely not his best year, like you said. Uh, got ended up in, in the middle of the year or towards the end getting benched 
uh, for the rookie and Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, not a year to really talk about, you know, as far as he goes. Also, uh, rumors coming out now that the biggest thing, you know, with with, with him ending his tenure, his, his short time with, with, Phil, with Philly was the constant drama at the quarterback position getting to him. And, and for me, that is a little concerning just because, you know, the quarterback is the most important position. You've yeah. used the most scrutinized position in football. And that is, you know, me and you, he, he's going to be the guy we're talking about on, on Monday morning after they play. We're not going to be talking about uh, what uh, Taylor. Uh, we're not going to be talking about uh, maybe their offensive line a little bit as far as keeping them protected. But, you know, for the most part, Carson Wentz is going to be the, the main topic. And when, when, uncertainty and stuff like that really, really gets to, gets to, you know, the, the most important guy on your team. That gets me a little concerned. That, ma- that makes yeah. me a little worried. Yeah. Quarterback's the most cerebral position in sports. It's, I'd say it's 75% mental with yeah. your uh, decision-making and your confidence. You got to have a short oh, yeah. memory when you go out there and he hasn't really proven that he does have a short memory. Yeah throws a pick has a fumble and he just like kind of see him dogging on himself so i guess we'll find out yeah yeah and then one pro though i think going in his favor he is reuniting with frank uh frank reich i think that's how he pronounced his last name and who obviously was his coach or the offensive coach at least coordinator coordinator um, in 2017 exactly when mvp caliber season and I know MVP caliber season, MVP caliber season. That and no, correct me if I'm wrong. There is not a player more that we milk an MVP caliber season with than Carson Wentz. Okay, the, yeah, not even close. Yeah, people love using the MVP caliber. He was season. so close. He would have, but he got hurt. Thirteen. He didn't win it. Did not win it. I think he would nope. have won it, but he. Yeah, yeah. If he finishes the season, he wins it. But also. Hey, the guy, you know, I don't know if you're going to say it, but let, let, let's be real. That team won the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, without with, him. Exactly. So exactly. So nah, nah, exactly. And then Frank Reich, he leaves and we don't see the exact same output. So a lot of factors going in there. And, and again, one thing in his favor, for sure, he, he is now reuniting with the man when he had, you know, in which he had his best season, what, 33 touchdowns, only seven picks. He was leading the league at that point. So. Yeah, he was playing great. But like I said, uh, not not as alarming as the Russell Wilson stat I'm going to throw at you when we get to that. But last year, leading the league in interceptions uh, uh, what, fi- with 15 interceptions to only 16 touchdowns. So yeah, I saw only 15 interceptions. Yeah, I saw he uh, led the league in turnover worthy plays. So it's me. Worthy. Like, guys, oh, wow. Dropping picks him fumbling the ball but like offensive offense recovers it but they get know? right so it wasn't a turnover yeah, so okay like turnovers plus those plays oh wow play at the end of the season so yeah what were the like, what were the final games he play like the final what four games maybe yeah four or five, five. i don't have the number hmm. in front of me but no me either yeah. but it was like the the last final stretch of games mm-hmm. four or five games at the end yeah so now, now, you know, we, we, we asked the question, Philly or obviously Indiana or Indianapolis only get only gave up a third and a conditional second. So now we ask the question, you know, is there a winner 
to this. And like you said, we like to think the winner is, is the guy is the team that gets the quarterback with the most upside in comparison to the draft pick where we don't know, you know, what that player is going to be. So I would yeah. argue they did, but yeah, it's hard to argue the Colts lose whenever they're not even paying Carson Wentz this year when the Eagles are paying $35 million. Hey, yeah, that's, <laughs> I didn't, I, that's the a highest paid guy on the Eagles and he's not going to play for it. That's, that's a fantastic point. Uh, still going to be a, an issue in that locker room we see. But uh, uh, is there a winner here? Again, I, I'm leaning Colts. But overall, it's like, well, what if we get the exact same Carson Wentz as we get last year? But then I'm thinking they really didn't give up too much. So why not take a swing at this guy, yeah. reunite him with his former, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't want to say, you know, beautiful offensive mind, but. May he, he did fantastic the last time they were together. So I think that's good. One more alarming stat to throw at you before we move on. Four years, average $32 million for Carson Wentz. So when they do start paying him and they're not getting that, that 2017 Carson Wentz, that I think is when we're really going to start to think, hey, maybe they didn't win that trade. Yeah, I believe they don't pay him at all this year and they pay about half the salary next year. And then the years after that, it's all Colts. And the, and the fact that they only got a second and a third makes me think it was the market that bad, that low, or was, you know, did they simply have, you know, not have that much leverage? Was it simply out of their hands that much? Yeah. Um, he seems to have an okay uh, relationship with the owner and the GM. Yeah. Howie Roseman, Howie Roseman yeah. took a, swing traded up twice to go get him yeah you're, so you're I, right you're right yeah i forgot about so I that think, i think he's pretty attached to him so i think he he wanted to see him go somewhere good he wanted to see him succeed uh, okay but that way he didn't look like an idiot you know for okay. taking him second i think there's a probably a little bit of selfishness oh a little there. pride there okay a little like i took this guy second overall if he turns out to be a bust right that does kind of look bad on me that's a great point i never thought about that so why not put him in the best situation possible the colts yeah because I, I didn't even think about that i think howie roseman is probably a year away from getting the boot in philly hey and... i think a lot of people are <laughs> a year away from getting yeah. the boot in philly yeah, so. you and their new head coach honestly who knows <laughs> after this after that head con that uh, press conference did you see that yeah he was uh, uh, hey I I, I I never like to you know diss on anyone public speaking because it is such a difficult task oh yeah, oh, yeah. you know I, I I have crashed and burned you know I'm sure more times just as many times as that man has uh but again it, it, the first time we see this guy opening up for for you know his new team, that is what we get, and he, and he's and he's reading off cue cards. It's not like he's coming off. He's he's reading off the cue cards. Come on, reading off cue cards, and they were like incoherent. Exactly just, <laughs> about how they were gonna make it easier but harder at the same time, and it was just none so of it was making. Exactly. So right now, I think it is kind of tough to see who won right now. Obviously, both of us seem to be leaning for the Colts long term. Really going to have to see how Carson does, how what, what what they end up getting with those couple of picks and ultimately what Jalen Hurts yeah, does, I think, too. Yeah, I mean, if that turns into a first round pick and it ends up being, you know, some sort of like who knows? quarterback <laughs> or something like receiver, gonna, who knows? Yeah, going to be like the Eagles lost that trade. But right now it looks like that. But it's hard to say before those picks happen i agree 
I agree. But another situation, I think we, I think, yeah, again, we, we talked about this last week as well. These stories just continue to progress and progress. Now, Seattle, you know, we, we've moved from them being irritated, you know, with Russell Wilson, with, you know, with his comments, we've moved on to now they're taking calls on quarterback Russell Wilson. What, what are your first thoughts on this? They are taking calls on Russell Wilson. Seems like a mistake. You have a quarterback that is a top four. We'll say five. five. We'll just say five for the safe. Be, yeah. Yeah. To be safe, top five quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. The odds that you're going to get anything in return, I mean, unless you're trading him for Patrick Mahomes, which I don't think is going to happen. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. Like there's like, there's no way you're going to get an equal return for a Hall of Fame quarterback in his prime. Exactly. In the prime of his career, especially. Yeah. Uh, had, and, had probably the best year of his career this year, or one of the best, if not. At least in that, you know, first stretch, you know, half of the season, you he was my MVP. Yeah. Like, he yeah, was yeah. going yeah. off. A lot of people saying he was the MVP through the first eight weeks of the season. And then we saw, obviously, the defense was injured. Uh, no no running game whatsoever. Obviously, no offensive line. goes down. It hurt him a lot. And they uh, their offensive line has – Hasn't been good since he's gotten there. How have they, has he been there for exactly nine years or whatever? And the offensive line has never been good. He's been sacked almost 400 times in That's, his career. Almost four over three. I, I, I believe it was in the 370 range. I, I don't have the total number written down. I thought I did, but it was not, it wasn't eclipsing 400 quite yet, but that number was rising and give it another season. It's going to be eclipsing 400. Yeah, and man, that's just sex. That's not all the hits he's taking. It's pressures. Yeah. Exactly. And, and Russell Wilson is good at getting the ball out. So exactly. Like, think about how many times he's getting hit when he's getting the ball out. Like, he's been, been hit a thousand. Exactly. Exactly. Probably. Oh, for, that, that's probably a good uh, estimate, a honestly. Quarterback, you know, like he's not, he doesn't have that like giant frame that Cam Newton has, you know. No, that's the knock on him, and that's why he's so special. It's like we really haven't seen you know this before. Now we're getting guys like Kyler kind of imitating him, playing very similarly, yeah. similar similar body body type it's, as well. It's crazy that he has been hit that many times, and he's never missed a game. And, and he's never missed a game. Never missed a game. Oh my gosh! I did not have that stat. Oh my. Gosh, does that make it even more impressive? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but we should say also, they are taking calls. They're not actively shopping. They're yeah. not actively trying. This is no Carson Wentz. This is no Jared Goff. Exactly. This is no uh, uh, Stafford from from weeks ago. Not like that. It's just you know they're kind of they're, they're kind of in the situation. You know, it'd be kind of dumb for us not to listen to phone calls. What what are you thinking? You know, stuff stuff like that is kind of where we are right now. Um, yeah. and, and I think we both understand why, why, you know, we kind of reached yeah. this point. Yeah. I mean, I think he is pretty frustrated with the uh, O-line. That's what his, I mean, that's what his interviews have said. He like has complained about the lack protection. of protection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and many ever since he won the, uh, what Walter Mayton man of the year, like one of the most, you know, prestigious you know, awards you can, you can win in the NFL, uh, then, then he goes right out there, the man of the year, and he's and he's bad mouthing his team, you know, not even yeah. a week later. So hey, yeah, no one's ever gonna accuse Russell Wilson of being this this diva that's always like a media attention seeking guy. So whenever he comes out and says, 
makes comments, you got to listen. You got to really take it seriously, exactly. And I think he was on uh, one in specific, the Dan Patrick show, I think. And yeah, exactly what you said. Uh, criticizing the O-line, saying, I don't have enough protection. Also saying, I don't think I'm involved enough in the decision-making. They're not really consulting me in, in the moves that they're making. It's kind of the Pete Carroll show right now. And quite frankly, I, I, I don't want to say it, but I, I think we might be seeing a little bit of power-hungry Pete Carroll, maybe uh, Belichickian Tom Brady. I, I hate to say it, but this could be the start of the end. I think, I don't want to say history yeah. – is repeating itself, but it definitely does. Yeah. If you're Russell Wilson though, hopefully you also see that they drafted DK Metcalf and they drafted Tyler Lockett and they, hey, that's a great point. Tried <laughs> to do a pro bowl tight end with Jimmy Graham and they so got Jamal Adams as well. So like yeah, they, they've, they've tried to put weapons me. around him. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just hate to say a, it though, you know, because first round though, both Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf were second round guys. And the fact that Metcalf slipped to the second round, even, even, and I, I, I was, I'm never, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest college football guy, but as soon as I saw that dude <laughs> play in college and at the combine, I was like, how is this guy not going to be the first receiver taken? Yeah. And look at this guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, people looked at that, uh, his like shuttle time and they're like, oh, he can't change the direction. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. When you're the best fly route runner. You don't really need to change direction. No, that's that's insane. Straight. But criticizing the roster, no protection, not enough help. And I'm I'm on his side here. I am no doubt on Russ's side. In 2018, just the last three years, maybe the last three years, 2018 sacked 51 times. One year, 51 times. 2019, 48 times. 2020, this past year, 47 times. It's not getting any better. Okay, okay, it's it's getting okay, slightly better. Sure, I'll give you that. But fifty-one to forty-seven, four. I'm I don't I'm not seeing too much improvement there, Tanner. If it was from like a fifty to down to forty or like thirty-nine, I'm saying, man, that's some real improvement right there. Four sacks. I'm saying, I think Russ did a little bit better. He's I think Russ is just getting better at dodging him now at this point. I don't think I mean, it's the all line. Getting hit that much, you dopey starts avoiding them sometimes. Exactly. So. 51, 48, 47, almost 400 in his entire career. I, 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 I understand. And ultimately, I, I would be pretty much done as well at this point. I'm putting my body at risk. And, and I think I can play for another, you know, I'm watching Tom Brady play for, he's what, 43? He wants to play until he's 45. I think I can do yeah. that. And, and Russell Wilson is like that next guy behind Tom Brady that like, takes care of his body like it's crazy longevity guy exactly he's like pretty much he's not big ben he's no ben (laughs) roethlisberger yeah he's uh he's a pretty fit guy and uh so where if 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 big if russell wilson does get traded okay where uh where do you want to see him go so i i didn't even want to Cross this t- I didn't want to go here, but since you asked, and since I did write something down, okay, I, I did, I did write, I did. Uh, I don't know why, just because they, they've been in rumors, you know, with with uh, Deshaun Watson. Just Miami comes to mind because they they are, I think, have a Super Bowl ish caliber team. At least, uh, I, 
you could argue that I think in one of the only positions they're really lacking or have questions that is that quarterback position. So Miami is the first one of the first ones to come to mind Carolina as well. They've also been out there, you know, but they've been very, very active in the Deshaun Watson. So why not get involved in for Russell Wilson? If you're talking with Deshaun, yeah, I feel like Carolina has made it no secret that they're looking to add to the quarterback position. If not, well, change their quarterback position. They have the best backup in football, and they know that. They know Teddy, he can start. You know, he can start when they need him yeah. to, but he's not going to be that top-level yeah, guy when he's starting, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, uh, man, I would love to see Russell Wilson in New England. I, I was also saying New England, but, again, no weapons to throw to, so why would I want to go to New England? But you get the defense, okay. right. and you, you probably get you know much better protection than what you're getting in Seattle. So Okay, so hear me out on New England. Good old line. They mm-hmm. got a, a couple – they had that real good rookie, the guard. I can't think of his name. And they got Joe Thuey. They, uh, they got a couple other good offensive linemen. And they have the third most cap room in the NFL. That's true. So That's true. they could go out. They could get Chris Godwin. They could get Allen Robinson. They could get a uh, Kenny Galladay. But do you think like they're going to spend big money? I just don't. I don't know why. I just don't. Uh, and unless, again, I, but I didn't really see them signing Cam Newton last year either. Now, that was kind of an, an, an underrated move or an under-the-radar move. So, hey. Why not? He's got a plan, uh, but history tells me I'm just not quite – as of recently, I'm not yeah. quite sure. But th- that's the best idea. I think you're right. That's the best idea. You know, if, at least through the draft, they've proven they really can't get that much better uh, offensively. So why not go sign a big name like that? New yeah. England would definitely yeah, be cool. Yeah, they got the they got the cap room to go do it, so I'd, I'd like yeah. to see them. But, I mean, yeah, it's probably – but 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 uh, I, one one thing needs yeah. to be noted. Um, uh, the guy uh, I can't think of his name. He was on Dan Patrick today talking about the Russell Wilson trade. But uh, said the the asking price is at least going to be three first round picks, unless you have like a player, you know, something that that can supplement mm-hmm. in there. But like three first round picks is is the starting price. Are they going to give up three first round picks for? I don't, I don't know. know. I would. I, I I would right now. But I I just don't. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. Bill Belichick loves to trade, though. He's he a, does. He's sneaky he, too. He's, he's very always, sneaky. So he's always wheeling and dealing, you know. So New England, I definitely think that would be just also what a better uh, replacement for Tom Brady to go and get Russell Wilson again. Like you said, the longevity guy right there behind him. When when you think that uh, taking care yeah. of your body, uh, top five quarterback, I think we can both agree on. Yeah. Uh, and then you get Belichick in that defense, which consistently has been there. So, yeah, yeah. and they're bringing guys back that opted out this year. Oh, they're going to be point. Like, they're not – I mean, without take, making this a super bold take, I don't see them going 7-9 and nine again. No, I, yeah. I think they're going to have a winning record. They're going to get 9-7 at back. least, you know, like they're yeah, going to have a winning have, record. They have all that cap room. They're going to go get – someone I I would have to think you would think yeah when your best option catching the ball is Jacoby Myers it's pretty it's a pretty glaring need and Bill Belichick has said he's done a bad job at 
Yeah, so maybe Bill now you know we're accepting the final stage is acceptance. Now maybe Bill has reached that final stage. Hey, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta write that check. I gotta, you know, send those first round picks out. So I think New England. Hey, that's not a bad idea whatsoever. Yeah, another team that has thought. What about the Washington football team? A team that does they, they they've proven this year, okay, in, in all the uncertainty in their division with their even even with their coach, with their roster, they make the playoffs and they 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 take the Buccaneers. They they play a game, man. They have a game. So quarterback, man, I think one of the few pieces they're really missing is at that quarterback position. So Yeah, no, I'd I'd like to see them get a good quarterback, get hopefully you re-sign. Brandon Sheriff, I don't think he's coming back, the guard. So that old line's going to be – That'd be important as well. That'd be a little rough. Factor. He's their best yeah. lineman. That'd be a and then, uh, And then you'd like to see more weapons on offense, but that defense, that defense is cold. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So so Washington – So is Terry McLaurin. Yeah, and he's got a number one receiver yeah. already yeah. there. So yeah. – And as far as – now, You could do worse. Yeah, that's a great point. You could do much worse. And – to be fair, you know, New England, what I think that would be worse. So, yes, but, but, but either way, let's move on. Let's move on. New England, Miami, uh, uh, what we just said, Washington, all three, I think, could could very well be good suitors for Russell. As of right now, though, not actively, not actively shopping, you know, just, oh, this is I what did, you'll give I me. Did see, I did see rumors about the Jets trying to make a run at him. The Jets, the, Jets have, the Jets have a bunch of picks. Yeah, that is, mm-hmm. yeah, that's but, right. So, so, any quarterback that's worth anything at all, there's going to be rumors about the Jets out there. I was going to throw them out there as well, but I, as of recently, I've I'm been sure he doesn't want to go play for the Jets. Yeah. Unless he loves New York City or something. I doubt it. Yeah. I don't. I doubt he loves it that much. And uh, as of right now, especially, though, I'm hearing Darnold's the guy as of right yeah, now. Especially so. with uh, COVID and stuff going on, I feel like New York City's not the – not what it was big city living might not be so attractive right now that's not yeah. that's a good point yeah but yeah lots of quarterback drama going on i think carson definitely uh like, like we said last week went to the went went to the you know best place possible in the colts as of right now we both i think we both understand what russ is going through we know i think we definitely need some more protection um we'll make sure we monitor that position but tanner it's cool with you. I think we should take a quick break, get, take a water break, come back and discuss all things NBA. How's that sound for you, man? Yep, sounds great. All right, guys, we will be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Casey and Tanner here. Like we said before the break, let's discuss all things uh, going on in the NBA, in the world of basketball. Just yesterday, or a little today for us, the All-Star Reserves were announced. Uh, Tanner and I both think that we're some notable people that were snubbed from the team. Uh, So let's get right into it. Before, though, Tanner, uh, you have those uh, the list of the starters for us real quick? Yeah, for the uh, West... We have uh, for the guards, Luka Doncic and Steph Curry. And then for the front court, it's LeBron, Nicole Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard. All right. And then for the east, it, the guards are Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal. And the front court is Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Okay, so Embiid. 
To be honest, I was a little surprised Kyrie got the start. I was a yeah, little... I, I thought that was kind of crazy just because he hasn't played in all the games, you know. But uh, so I, I have some stats here. Okay, uh, okay. And uh, who I kind of think should be playing over him as the starter. Is he, uh, on, his, is he on his team? He, he is. Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, he's no? on his team. Okay, okay, go ahead. I think, uh, I think Zach Levine should be the starter. He's averaging more points, uh, the same amount of assists, more rebounds, and he is the only guy on Chicago, dude. Like, who else plays for that team? Hey man, they got Otto Porter Jr. out there. What are you and Kobe White? What are you? Just, no, you're you're Otto, Michael Porter Jr.'s brother. You're 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 a hundred. You're a hundred. Uh, or uh, yeah, Otto. Yeah, Otto. Yeah, that's his name, Otto Porter, right? Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say, did I? Okay, that's his name. Uh, you're right. You're hundred percent correct. Levine. Okay, I thought maybe Harden just because of it, he's twenty five points and eleven assists and eight yeah. rebounds. Yeah, I just I think. But the, Levine, uh, tw- he's averaging 28, right? Or yeah, 29? he is averaging 28.9 as of like two or three days ago. 28, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, he's going off. He's having a, the best season. And usually it's not every day you see a guy having his best season in his seventh or eighth season. Also, yeah. years back, uh, well, he tore his ACL like three years yeah. ago, didn't he? Yeah. And he uh, – but – the that would be the ultimate uh good player bad team backcourt with uh Zach Levine, <laughs> Beal. Beal and Levine great player very good player yeah terrible team that's that's good that's good I I actually don't oppose that that much I think I I, I would have been fine with that the only thing I think they put Kyrie there for you, you can do any guard I think they probably put him as the point guard you know because Levine yeah, I, both shooting guards so maybe that yeah. was. Yeah, I think Kyrie's the better player. Don't get me wrong, but this season, he, yeah, I mean, Levine has played in eight more games. So, also like, to be noted, Kyrie is having career numbers, uh, percentage-wise. I believe. I think. I think these are like the 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 best. I don't know if he's ever shot over 50% from the field, and I think he's pretty darn close, if not shooting over 50% this year. So he is being, you know, more efficient, playing better than what we've seen before. But maybe that's because he's no longer the point guard, and now he's the shooting guard, you know? Hey, it's like we're talking Brooklyn in just a moment. Let's like get out of ourselves, Tanner. Come on. Uh, but but as far as the uh, uh, reserves go, uh, let me name out the uh, list for the Eastern Conference. So James Harden, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, as uh, Tanner was talking about, Ben Simmons, and Nikola Vucevic. Did I say his name? Okay, Vucevic. Okay, so so Vucevic. You know who you're talking about. The center for the magic. Center for the magic, guys. You guys, the the foreign center for the magic, exactly. Only guy notable on that team. Uh, so that that those are the East reserves coming off the bench for the West. We have CP3, Paul George, Damian Lillard, who should be starting. Uh, yeah, Donovan sure. Mitchell, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Zion Williamson, Rudy Gobert, and Anthony Davis did make it, but now obviously with an injury, he's more than likely going to be replaced in that starting line or sorry, in that reserve lineup. I'm sorry. Yeah. So if if that's uh if it does if it's going to be any player, you've got to think that's going to replace Anthony Davis. It's going to be Devin Booker. If who else? Yeah. 
If, if it know? doesn't have to be a front court guy, if it's a front court guy, the only guy I could think of would be Brandon Ingram. It has to be Brand, yeah, exactly, Brandon Ingram, exactly. So if it has to be a front court guy, great points. Which it very, I'm not hundred percent certain with the All Star yeah, voting in yeah, if it's similar, because with the, with the All NBA, always changing. Yeah, on, oh, yeah. Well, let's be fair. Yeah, but now it's called the Kobe Bryant rest in peace with the Kobe Bryant uh, All Star MVP award. I love that. That's a fantastic touch to the game. I think also I do like the fact that they they pick the teams. I'm I'm a big fan of that as well. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Uh, if, if it can be any player, I definitely think the first guy to come to mind. I mean, he's playing on one of the best teams in basketball. His co-star made the team, and, and Chris Paul, and he isn't even putting up the numbers. Devin Booker is so. Yeah, I mean, I think Devin Booker was a huge snub in the West. I'd probably put him in over Chris Paul, who is yeah. his teammate. I mean, obviously, Chris Paul means a bunch to that Suns team. Yeah, they were a bottom tier team last year before the bubble with uh without him and with him they're i think they're the four or five fourth i think yeah four or five yeah exactly so i mean obviously it makes a huge difference but he isn't the number one guy on his own team so it just makes it hard to say that he deserves it more like like over him at least right yeah. like, like like if they both make it if they both run i'm not even gonna blink an eye yeah. at cp3s oh yeah. yeah they're both the best two players on that really good team it makes sense yeah. but like you said right d book is really their go-to at least their number one uh, option on offense especially and putting up the, the best numbers on the team in 25 points as well so yeah, the only question, like like you brought up, does it have to be a front court or, or, or can it be a back court player? That's the only question I think we have right now. Uh, Brandon Ingram, though, you said, I think he's averaging tw- almost 25 a game, very similar to what he was doing last year. Uh, but we see his teammate in Zion making the team in over him. What do you think about that? Zion making it instead of, you know, the more, uh, the, the proven all-star last year, you know, in, in comparison to him not making it this year. Yeah, uh, kind of the same thing. I feel like we just talked about the uh, like the number one offensive guy on the Pelicans is Brandon Ingram. Yeah, he's like the offense goes through Brandon. He takes the big shots, and yeah, so like if you're gonna put the ball in someone's hand at the end of the game for the Pelicans, it's gonna be Brandon Ingram. So Unless you're down like one point, or you're, I mean, like yeah. you dunk yeah, yeah, or something gonna, like that. You're gonna have Zion just go dunk it on somebody. <laughs> Yeah, but if you need a, you know, yeah, like you said, a, a, a outside bucket, a jump shot, or a three pointer, Brandon Ingram more more than likely, definitely is going to be that guy in comparison to Zion Williamson. So yeah, but as we've been seeing, Zion having uh, insane uh, percentages. I think he's, I don't, is he still shooting almost sixty percent from the floor? I think he's shooting over sixty percent. Over sixty percent from I the think floor. Sixty-two or sixty-three. Yeah. Percent. Okay. Last time I saw, it was like sixty-two, but I, I I haven't checked it in like a, a little bit, so I didn't know if he dropped below. But yeah, sixty percent. I don't think that's ever been done in 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 uh, averaging twenty plus points per game, twenty-five plus points per game in your second season in the NBA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I doesn't just happen. Maybe by like will or something like that. yeah but this doesn't just happen so what's your takeaway from zion up until this point he's been yeah he's been incredible he uh you'd like to see that pelicans team win a little bit more with him but i mean they're young core they're growing uh i 
think Zion's deserving of being an all-star reserve. I think he's probably the uh, second or the last, second to last or the last guy to make that uh, spot the roster. Mm -hmm. So he's a borderline all-star guy. Yeah. I think you could make some arguments for other guys, but if if it's me, guys i don't i don't really see anybody making it over him no you're, that's 100 the fact that he's a front court guy he's gonna make it no one else besides like you said his teammate brandon ingram and yeah. zion you know the more attractive player uh you know the the big play player obviously yeah. i mean he's he's incredible to watch he's he's fun <laughs> he's just fun to watch that, that's yeah. it he's just fun to watch exactly we, we can't and you know, we can't blame him for being, for getting voted in but if it's me and it's just you know straight up I would put Devin Booker in the All-Star game ahead of Zion Williamson without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, I think Devin Booker is more deserving this year of being an All-Star than Zion Williamson. I also think he's playing – I don't know if he's playing he's – playing, he's playing great, man. He's playing yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, Devin Booker's a great player. Uh, you, I just was so surprised when I saw the All-Star team and he wasn't on it. I know, and didn't even like like you see Anthony Davis making it too, and I'm like, dude's been hurt for like two weeks or you know week and a half now at least. Yeah, and Man, they need to get rid of fan voting. I've I've just seen people on Alex Twitter. Caruso and all these guys get got more votes than like Donovan Mitchell. Like it's absolutely yeah. insane. It's yeah, absolutely- I saw like Horton Tucker. Oh yeah, Horton Tucker exactly had like the seventh most votes or something like that. Like I know there's a lot of Lakers fans. But it's insane, dude. Chill out. Chill out, guys. quite that much. So for the West, the only snub I think we both agree really is Booker. Maybe Ingram if you're that high on BI. Uh, out East, I think we both agree. Uh, it's pretty. A, it's pretty much a solid group that they have out East. Yeah, uh, I think you can make arguments for Trey Young. I think you can make arguments for Sabonis in Indiana. But who would you? put those guys over exactly Levine has a better record more you know better stats you could argue than Trey Young averaging more points has less health you could argue as well I think all of us thought the Hawks were ready to take that next step they really they really haven't they've been disappointing up until this point Trey has been good with 27 and 9 but your your team's not winning nearly as much as a guy who's playing in Chicago with a lesser roster you know, yeah, like a significantly lesser roster. Yeah, in my opinion, like he's Levine's balling. You got to have him on the and team. The only the, guy I could say maybe that uh, he should be over would be Ben Simmons, just because Ben Simmons' stat line doesn't exactly jump out at you when you look at it. But he also is an elite perimeter defender and can play in the paint. He's in He's comparison a, to Trey, who can be – Trey Young might be the worst defender in the NBA. That's it exactly. Like, uh, a, a liability on the defensive end in comparison to just could be the best defender at times in basketball and Ben yeah. Simmons. So, yeah. It is the game. It's the half people want to forget, but it is half. Hey, it's half – exactly. And, and people forget he's averaging almost two steals per game. Okay, almost two steals per game was a leading, you know, vote-getter in the in – the, uh, Defensive player of the year race last year, uh, 15, eight and eight 
for Simmons so far this year. So not jumping off the page, but doing a little bit of everything. 15 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, two steals. Uh, we saw the, what, like 40-point performance against the Jazz uh, when, when Embiid wasn't playing. So we've seen some great, great things from this guy, but that makes me think. Have you seen his uh, – Can they play stat together? That line down the stretch, though, with that 40-point game against the Jazz. He missed, like, his last, like – Five, six shots. Well, I'm guessing they were basically like, hey, man, we know you can't shoot, and we're going to try to, like, not let you drive on us every single time. So The same thing that everyone does to him in crunch time. Exactly. So there's like, hey, we'll let you shoot the three, and you ain't going to take it. Yeah, so out east, maybe Trey Young, maybe Sabonis. But if you're going to take put Sabonis in, you got to take Vucevic out. But Vucevic, I think, no doubt – He's been better, exactly. His, his team, his, his team isn't exactly doing better, uh, and 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 that is something you do want to take take into consideration. But I do think overall, he he probably is the better player and is playing a little bit better this year. So I'm I'm pretty much set out east, out west. Maybe I, I'm pulling out Anthony Davis and I'm putting in Devin Booker. Yeah, uh, and uh, with the West, I think we both agree that Dame should be starting. Over Luka Doncic, I love Luka, but he's Dame. Dame no doubt, Dame has be. had a better season. And you know, you know, it's true when the guy who made it over you says, "Yeah, I shouldn't have made it. He should have made it over me." You know, you were deserving of getting it. Yeah. Then Luka literally came out and said, "Yeah, he's been better than me this year." And, Man, and I think- the numbers are pretty similar. Like they're not that much better. They're you know, Luka, Luka's is more well-rounded, but I think Dame has just been much more effective winning wise like he's been much yeah. more effective getting his team to victories as to where Luca he's not the reason his team is losing but he's not necessarily winning them games either yeah and Dame is putting the Blazers on his back every single night without Nurkic and CJ there so exactly. like, and they're still in the playoffs you know and like they just it's got to be Dame no, I agree. I think I think I think the biggest takeaway for me and you us overall for the All-Star game, like the teams, is just Dame has got to be starting. That's the biggest takeaway I think we both have. Yeah. I don't know why the All-Star game hates Damian Lillard more than he's <laughs> uh, a couple years ago too, when he was having like one of the best seasons. I, I he he's been snubbed of all NBA so many times, snubbed of all-star starter. It's just he's been overhyped once. The one time he made the first team all NBA, Steph should have made it over him. But it's like, okay, he has yet to make it. Let's give this guy some props. Which so I, I had no I had no issue with that whatsoever. But yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty happy though. Overall, I'm pretty happy. And next week, yeah, I think they, March they've 5th, definitely done worse before. Yeah, they, oh no doubt. Uh and and, and I don't know how happy you are. I am just happy. Thank you. Chris Middleton is not an all-star. Thank you. Finally. He is not an all-star. Uh, finally. Yes. This year he's not. He should have been an all-star last year. You you could. Sure. If you want to make, you, you can make, you know, I think Beal no doubt should have made it over him last year. But uh, if you want to make that argument for him, go ahead. 50, 40, 90, almost. Let's let's transition now. Okay, we're not talking about your bucks. Let's talk about another team in the Eastern Conference making your bucks, you know, have a little bit of a run for their money. Okay. Yeah. Brooklyn. Now they've won seven straight games, six of those without their best player in Kevin Durant. Uh, and we, we've seen them. Yeah, I, I, in my opinion, the best, best, you know, three-level scorer on the planet. So they've been without him for six games, have won seven in a row. 
especially with those last couple of wins against the Lakers and Clippers, Tanner, we got to be thinking now, are they the best team in the Eastern Conference? I don't know if that's a question right now. Mm. I think they have to be. Are they the best team in basketball right now would be. Oh, snap. Tanner went there, everybody. Tanner is going there. So you're, you're putting them up against the Lakers. You're putting them up against the best of the best. Yeah. Okay. I mean, with AD out, we've we've seen the Lakers be mediocre. Yeah, mediocre. The Wizards beat them. Yeah, I think mediocre would be a good word for it. So, like, whenever you're comparing those two teams recently, recently, the the Nets have been the better team. If and if AD doesn't come back at absolutely a hundred percent of himself. I Which he hasn't that, been this year. He has I not think, been it this year. Yeah, I think the Nets will kind of wipe the floor with them. Holy cow. I think Holy the Nets cow. could beat the Lakers no, the, with healthy Anthony Davis. I don't think that's a stretch at all. No, I don't think that I don't think that's too out of whack, too out of you know out of, out of left field. No, no, not whatsoever, especially you know, because of what we've been seeing as of recently. The six game or seven game streak. They've beaten some legit teams. So the Pacers, the Warriors, uh, the Kings twice, whatever you want about the Kings, they play hard. Kings twice, the Suns, uh, the Lakers, and the Clippers. And they were down 24 points to the Suns with no Kyrie, with no KD, and they still come back and win. You're right. It, It really is hard to say they're not the best team in basketball when they're putting up numbers like this. And like, like, like we said, without their best player, at least I think he's their best player, Kevin Durant. I mean, he's their best player. He might not have the best stats on the team. That might be James Harden, but yeah, I think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that would say James Harden is better than Kevin Durant. Yeah, I agree with you. But again, Pacers, Warriors, Kings, Suns, both Those are some LA, both LA teams. Yeah, that's any team that anyone is picking to come out of the West. They just beat without Kevin Grant. So that's that's a great point. Yeah, the Suns possibly people have thrown them out there. You know, it's been thrown out there. The Lakers and the and and the Clippers. And I I'm gonna put my Warriors in there. They're not gonna win anything. But hey, they, they might make the playoffs. They're probably gonna make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I, I think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're. Hey, they're gonna be a tough out though. They're gonna be a tough out in the first round. They're gonna yeah, be. I mean, I think they could. Out. I think they could beat anyone. It's just I don't think they could beat anyone. No, I, I you just know I got to throw them in there. But yeah. but uh, so far this year, in, in in your defense or in your favor, as far as them being the best team in basketball, they have the best big three or the only really big three in a league that has a lot of duos. You yeah, know, a lot of duos, and they're yeah. like, hey, you got two, we got three. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I mean. When Kyrie Irving's your third best player, and he would be the best player on half the other teams, fourteen out of the fifteen other teams, yeah. in the, or thirteen of the best teams in the East, he yeah. would be the best player, and he's the third best guy on his team. So, I just can't see anybody in that Eastern Conference, including my Bucks, beating that. Oh, team. including the Milwaukee Bucks. What about the uh, Philly 76ers? They. With, with, with that dominant threat down down low with Embiid, you got to think that is that could be. We, we really haven't seen it, but when, when they played last time, I know I know the Nets they didn't play their starters, uh, but but I think Embiid it's it's clear that Embiid will tear up 
uh, DeAndre Jordan or, or uh, what's his name? The guy they, they picked Norville Pell or whatever his name is. I'm, I'm going with, with Joel Embiid in that matchup. Also, let's not yeah. forget the roster that Philly has right now. Yeah, but okay. So they're better at center. The Nets yeah. are better at the other four positions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And trying to put it all into perspective they do have ben simmons who is an all nba caliber point guard okay they have tobias harris playing like an all-star he's playing like an all-star and i and i i think it's no doubt that they do have the better supporting cast yeah i mean the bench is the bench for the sixers and like the role players are why they're good like they are i mean they're good because of joel and being ben simmons but they're a top two team in the east because so as of uh, right now role players that have switched from the seasons before no yeah i got got it so as of right now though you are going you're going all in balls deep you're saying hey they are the best team in basketball is that that what your file is saying is he going to say it for us right now the brooklyn nets are the best team in basketball oh he went there okay so that's tanner file I'm not there yet, Tanner. I'm not that far just because I, I've seen great things from that Laker team. I think they have the deepest roster when 100% healthy, when clicking. We haven't seen that recently. Recently, they really haven't been playing like the best roster. But top to bottom, I've seen, I've, I've, I have seen a couple instances where uh, Wesley Matthews hasn't played in, in, in nights, comes off the bench in the fourth quarter, knocks down several clutch ba- uh, baskets for them. So I think they have m- multiple veterans who can come in and play that role, which I love. Multiple guys at each position, which I love. But but Anthony Davis, who has not been himself up until this point, uh, I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and still say they're the best team in, in basketball right now. Also, let's not forget the Utah Jazz and how phenomenal they are playing right now. But I, I will – Say what you're saying as far as out east, okay, out east, and I do think they're the best team in the Eastern Conference. I think uh, the basketball gods are just setting us up for a Lakers-Nets final, and it's going to be just a war on Twitter of LeBron stands <laughs> versus KD stands. Civil war. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. that. Would be the best matchup possible. And again, they got KD, who's averaging 29, seven and five, and over a block and a half per game. So he's being great defensively. Kyrie, who we talked about, All Star starter, career year percentage wise, 27, four and five, and then James Harden, 25 points, eight rebounds, and 11 assists, playing the point guard position. It's hard to say anyone can really beat that honestly and the way they've been playing watching them it's like man it's not just isolation ball it's not just three great isolation players they're running an offense they they yeah. are running an offense james harden is is orchestrating as the point guard and they look fantastic i i i i could say this is they're playing much better than i expected them uh to at this point in the season yeah i did, definitely didn't expect them to be this dominant this early with James Harden, you know, I thought it would take longer for them to get that chemistry and really start gelling. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see more games when all three of them play. I feel like that's been, it's only been six full games together, seven, yeah. but six full games. Yeah. So they barely played, you know, they barely yeah, so, played, but, but I, really I don't know what they look like when all three of them are out there. That's but it. I can't imagine bad. 
like the only piece they're missing is Kevin Durant. And I'm sorry, but I don't think Kevin Durant is going to mess up any, any offense or, or anything like that. Okay. So I'm not worried about Kevin Durant getting plugged in. If anything, I was worried about the Harden Kyrie duo and they've done nothing but impress me and exceed my expectations uh, up until this point. Also, uh, they signed Andre Robertson, who I think is a, at, at full strength, if, if he is healthy, because he was cut by Oklahoma City towards ACL last year, I believe. So if he is 100% healthy and can play at, at 100%, he's a very good perimeter defender. Okay? Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a great defender. He can defend. But he cannot he cannot score score. basketball at all. At like, all. That, that is facts. Players I've seen. What we're talking about with Trey Young on defense, that's mm-hmm. Andre on offense 100 but i think i think because you have those three guys you 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 can allow him to still be out there on the floor i think so i think we'll see he hasn't really played yet i think he's gonna have like a 10 day prove his worth to the team i think he'll end up making the roster Uh, i like that i like that signing also uh the biggest concern for me that i still have unanswered that honestly is just a when when they're going to be playing joel Embiid and in anthony davis more than likely if they get that far Paint a paint presence is still a little bit of a concern for me. I, think I it's don't good think about too. They got to play Giannis. Oh, and Giannis, exactly. That's a great point. So, and Giannis, uh, I, and I don't think DeAndre Jordan is going to be playing like he did against the uh, Clippers every single night. You're going to get that, you know, every now and then for sure. Uh, but he's not going to be giving that, giving that to you consistently. So, paint presence, my one concern for this team. Yeah, but three is more than two. You know, three is more than two. Playing phenomenal right now. In my mind, best team in the Eastern Conference. Tanner taking it one step further. Best team in back. Can we, can we get it one more time? Can we? The Brooklyn Nets are the best team in basketball. Oh, he doubled down. Doubled down. All right. We're holding them to that, everybody. We are. Hey, Tanner, uh, let's see how far we can go with Tanner. Tanner, are they going to win it all this year? I think so. Oh, my God. We're. Oh, my God. Tanner, okay. I mean, so, I mean, the Lakers are good. The Lakers, any team with LeBron is going to be there. Super tough out. Yeah. But we've seen LeBron and supporting cast play super teams, which is what the Nets are before. And doesn't usually work out for him. He usually does end up losing, losing, losing that battle. Yeah, but, exactly. I mean, anyone would. It's not a knock on the No, line. yeah, not taking anything away from it. It's just yeah. the, the talent opposing you is just yeah. so great, you know? Yeah, whenever you're facing three of the best. All NBA players. players. Yeah. Like, all three of those guys are first-team. First-team caliber guys, exactly. Yeah. They very well could be, exactly. So, all right, Tanner, Tanner File doubling down. Best team in, in the NBA. Best team in the East, on, in my perspective. Tanner, one more team in that Eastern Conference I want to talk about. They did just get the break speed off them in that fourth quarter uh, you know, against the Clippers. But Washington, before that, a very impressive five-game winning streak. Are you, are you buying into that? You know, are you buying or selling Washington's five-game winning streak? That's a good way to put it. Put it. Uh, depends what buying means. If buying means that I think they are going to make – Maybe can they keep this up? Can, this, can they maybe keep this up? You know, can this, can this be somewhat uh, sustainable? Yeah, I think they can make the playoffs. I think they can make that play-in thing Tournament. with the uh, top 10 teams. They're mm-hmm. only two games back of the eighth seed before tonight. So it's not – it's definitely possible for them to make that and to keep being 
average. I don't, I just can't <laughs> see that team being good. I mean, average would be an improvement from what we saw in the beginning of the season when they were the worst team in basketball. They started three and 12. Yeah. So they, they were yeah. clearly the worst team in basketball, losing, losing games. Uh, when Russell Westbrook played and winning more when he didn't at the at the beginning yeah. of the year, so yeah, and Bradley Beal would just be dropping forty, and they would just be sixty at one point as well, and yeah. they lost, I believe. So yeah. exactly putting up his story. That was the my first thought as soon as they traded for Russ. Yeah, they're gonna have you know their individual numbers, but is it gonna translate to victories? As of recently, you know it is translating to victories. Uh, on that five game winning streak, Celtics, Rockets. Nuggets, Blazers, and Lakers. Yeah, all those teams were playoff teams last year. And very no, okay. And and you know we'll take out the Rockets, obviously, yeah. uh, who, who have played you know some very good basketball. When, yeah, when Christian Woods in the lineup they've also as well. Played some bad basketball. They they have not won a game without Christian Wood. I saw that. Like like he that that's most improved or caliber most improved, no doubt. Him. Uh, 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 it was a guy in Detroit, Jeremy Grant. He's putting up Jeremy like 24, 25 a game. Like, keep an eye yeah, on that. He, he was a possibility for an all-star snub as well. Yeah, but that's the worst team in basketball. Yeah, so similar to Bradley Beal last year. Like, we didn't give it to Bradley Beal. I'm sure as hell not giving it to yeah. Jeremy Grant. Yeah, yeah, year, Jeremy you know? yeah, Jeremy Grant's not as good as you know what I mean. So, so he didn't have a good year. Want to give him some love out there in Detroit. But right now, or, or starting, like you said, starting the worst as the worst team in basketball at three and twelve. Now eleven and eighteen. So three and twelve. Now eleven and eighteen. Yeah, in the East. In the East, right? You know, they're getting they're getting a little better. They've beaten. They've proven. Okay, and they've beaten the Nets up into this. I think they're one of the few teams that have beaten the Brooklyn Nets. So they've beaten Brooklyn. They've beaten the Lakers. Beaten the Celtics. The Nuggets. They've beaten some really good teams. Yeah, they are. A very inconsistent team. They're streaky. They're like I said, they can when you got Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, you can win some games. That's enough, right? Like that's enough to 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 win to be to be mediocre to make the playoffs out east. That's enough. Like those two yeah. guys, that's enough. Yeah, but they're not a threat to win a playoff series or no, not whatsoever. I, I think they're a pretty clean 4-0 sweep, whatever, you know, whoever they play pretty much, unless, unless they, they really start surprising us and playing some great basketball, but overall, yeah, I'm similar. You know, I'm uh, buying is, is a tough word. You know, do I think they can keep can them up? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I did pick them at the beginning of the year. My preseason pick was for them to make the seventh or the eighth seed. So as of right now, maybe I'm a little higher on them than, than you know, most people were, especially at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I but, believe I had them making the playoffs in my preseason predictions as well. I mean, I don't think we really saw worst team in the league through 15 games coming with those two caliber no. guys. I don't no. think anyone really saw that coming. Yeah, you have an MVP guy and a 33 point game a night guy you, no one saw that and then as far as against uh, the lakers and in, in my eyes because i did have a chance to sit down and watch the game i thought that was the best game i've seen from russell westbrook dating back to you remember when they traded uh, uh clint capella on, on the rockets and he had like that stretch of games where he was just going off that mm-hmm. was the best. This is the, that was the best game he had 32 14 and 9 that was the best game i've yeah, seen from him since that stretch 
Yeah, when Russ was essentially playing center for the Rockets. Exactly, and getting all the rebounds he wants. <laughs> exactly, getting the freeway, highway to the basket. Exactly. So best game I've seen from him in, in maybe even almost a year, quite frankly. And uh, Bradley Beal doing, doing what he always does against the Lakers, 33-7-6. So one of the best games I've seen from him as a unit. Also, an, an interesting factor, uh, a story coming out now that they had a talk in the locker room, the Wizards did, about roles. About, you know, this is your role. This is your role. And up until this point, that was something that was unclear. And they think that was somewhat of a factor. People didn't really know what they were, you know, relied upon doing. So now clear roles in the locker room. Now more of an effort on the defensive end. We see a five-game winning streak. Yeah. If it holds up, they could be a team that. Right now, I am saying confidently. On the regular season. I'm confidently saying you I'm, – I'm not as confident as you in, in, in those nets, but I'm confidently saying that this team will make the 10th seed. Okay, they're going to make the 10th seed, the and they're going to make the play-in tournament. I definitely think so. I'm I'm buying. I guess you could say I'm buying what, what they've been doing. And I, I think – I don't think they're going to be the 7th seed or, you know, go on this historic run to be the you – know, to make the playoffs for sure. But I think they could, and I think they make the play-in tournament. Yeah, I think it's possible for them to make the play-in. I'm not for sure – making that bold prediction that they're going to after the first 15 games was just the most abysmal basketball I've seen. Terrible. They were just getting blown out by everybody. I kind of have to though, just because pride's kind of kicking in. They were my pick to be the seventh, eighth seed. And and again, I've seen what I saw from them, especially against the Lakers. I think they're capable of doing so And, and their competition really doesn't set me off too much the hornets the, the the bulls the hawks the magic i think they can play with any one of those teams yeah i think they're probably the most talented team out of those teams out of those guys they say the most star power you know yeah but i don't know if they're a better team than the i didn't no but I, I think they can play with any one of those teams yeah, though. Yeah, they, yeah. Can, they can hang with any one of those teams new york chicago charlotte, charlotte orlando uh, and, and if I was going to pick one of those teams to beat one of the top tier teams, it'd probably be the Wizards because they oh, have no doubt to play way above where they're at right now. Well, Russ can win you a game. You know, Bradley yeah. Beal can go drop 50 and get you in position to win a game. So it's like, you know, you, you would think that they would have the most upside, but overall, I th- I'm buying, man. I'm liking what I'm seeing from them so far. They're playing much better. Again, they're, they, they are finding their roles, playing. I don't want to say they're playing that good, even because they just let the Clippers drop 135 points. But they're, they're at least, you know, putting more attention on that side of the court, defining roles. I've, I've seen Russ playing better. I'm buying. I'm like what I'm seeing from so far. Let's see. Not a very good roster overall, but also, like we said, with, with Bradley Beal and with Russell Westbrook, I think that should be enough at the very least. That should be enough to be the 10th seed and give your shell, uh, give yourself a chance at playing, you know, making, making that, uh, making that eighth spot. Overall though, Tanner, it was, it was another packed week in sports. Carson Wentz gets traded more talks regarding Russell Wilson, LeBron. Big more- Ben announced he's coming back. Oh, sure. yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so say that again. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger announced today that he's for sure returning for the 2021 season. So do the, do the Steelers know I, or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if the Steelers are wanting <laughs> back, but he said he's coming. I saw that more than likely we will be seeing some cap manipulation. Oh, so got to be crazy in Pittsburgh. They're way over the cap with 
without Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's making set to make 40 mil next year. I think he's set to make. It's, it's, it's something crazy. I know it's like a big, big number. So, yeah, the, but yeah, like Tanner said, we, we officially know what's going on with Big Ben. Uh, Russell Wilson, quarterback drama. Carson Wentz finally gets to go where he's going. We still, we still have no idea what's going on with my man, Dak Prescott. No idea. Uh, man, I, I'm done. I'm done, Drew Brees. That dude, I, 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 that man can't throw the ball 20 yards, man. I'm done. I'm done talking about him coming back. If he does come back, they have a better chance with Jameis Winston next year than Drew Brees. I totally agree, but I mean, he's going to start if he comes back, but no, I know, but he's Drew Brees, but you know what I mean though? I, I would, I would rather take that. I would, I would rather rebuild right now than they've seen their ceiling. They have a ceiling and, yeah, and 34 days or something like that since Drew Brees played against the Bucks in that playoff game. Mm-hmm. Don't you think we would have heard something by now if he wasn't coming back? I don't know. I feel like we would have heard. I just don't. As far as what I saw from him, I feel like there just isn't anything left in the tank. Like what's in the tank, man? What's you just broke all your ribs or, you know, I, I punctured yeah. your lung. Is, is it worth it just to lose again? Like you're yeah. not going to beat the Bucks. You're not going to beat them. You're not going to beat them next year. And the team is going to be significantly worse next year because they have the least amount of cap in the NFL. They're minus $63 million over the cap. They're $63 million over the cap. They're going to have to release multiple big guys for them. Like they, they've, they've made the push. They've gone all in the past several seasons, and yeah. you can't keep going all in. You can't just the keep doing that. is over in New Orleans. No doubt. I thought it was over last year. I didn't yeah. think they had a chance last year, to be honest with you. I didn't so. think they were going to be as good as they were this year. They kind of surprised me. But, yeah, Drew Brees, done. But Hey, I would love. I, I want to see him calling games, man. Get up there with Tony. Get up there, man. I just want to see y'all calling a game. That's all. I, uh, that would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. And, and, and what a better time uh, th- than now. Okay, you made it to the NFC title. Or, or, no, 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 they actually did not. Uh, but but you have yeah divisional title so you they 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 what did they lead the whole entire division or in in uh, or the entire uh uh what's the uh the NFC did, did they lead the NFC in overall wins did they did they were they uh, in the Packers most? were the one seed so they were oh, the, the, they were the uh, two seed then I guess weren't they they weren't even the one seed I mean if they were the one seed I was gonna say you had the one seed there's really no signs pointing to return. Like you said, the cap is way over it. I, I saw no signs of life from his arm, from his legs, from his, from his, even his decision-making was, was, was flawed, I think. So, and I don't even know if you can see over his offensive lineman at this point. Okay. I don't know if he's shrinking with age. I don't know what the issue is, but overall I, I am selling on Drew Brees. I'm also selling on Ben Roethlisberger. Either way though, tons of, of quarterback drama still going on. Deshaun Watson uh, still still floating out there. Texans are saying they are not going to trade him. Dak Prescott, this is the week to do it. This is the week to sign a long-term deal. Yeah, if they franchise tags pro- might be coming this week, maybe yeah. next week. I think that, they Maybe next week, exactly. I think they can start franchise tagging this week. But most it's so soon. It's so it's within the next week, you know, without a doubt. So it's time to nut up or shut up pretty much for the Dallas Cowboys. You've been saying he's your guy, uh, you know, sign him to that contract or, you know, with that, what with the uh, 
I, I don't even think they have enough cap space uh, for for the uh, franchise tag even. So we'll see lots of stuff coming for the uh, for the NFL and and for the NBA. March fifth, I believe, is the All Star game. Tanner, I think March fifth is the All Star game. Kevin yeah. Durant, or, or or is that when they are? I'm not 100%. I know, I know it's in the coming weeks. Within, within the next couple of weeks or so, All-Star Game is coming. LeBron James will be picking for the Western Conference. Uh, Kevin Durant will be picking for the Eastern the Conference. March 7th. Oh, 7th. Okay, I was close. March 7th. Okay, so a little bit over a week. A little bit over a week, I guess, now. So, yeah, a little bit over a week. We got LeBron and the, and the West, uh, KD and the East. I'm looking forward to it. As of right now, I, I think it's pretty clear that the uh, – that, that, I think – uh, I'm going West. I'm going West as of right now for winning the all-star game. Yeah. But aren't they drafting? Oh, that's a fantastic point. Yeah. That's a, you're right. You're right. It's going to be a completely different roster uh, yeah. by the time they end up playing. So we'll see. And they did add the three point competition and the dunk competition. So we are getting those two things as well. So looking forward to that in, in the next coming weeks. Uh, but Tanner overall, man, second podcast down. It sounds like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, having a great time. I'm real thankful for all the people that reached out this week and uh, said they listened, said they enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I'm real thankful. Love to hear that. Yeah, you know, we we wouldn't be here, okay? We would not be doing this right now if not for you, you know, those of you that listen every week. And like I said, last week was the best we've done in a single week. So thank you all for your continued support. If you don't follow us on Twitter, go follow us dudes talking underscore pod, go like the page on Facebook. But for this week, overall, I'm Casey Foreman. And I'm Tanner file. We'll see you guys next week.